At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Love at first sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the pedigree adoption drive and the pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. And boy, I know I say this every week. I feel like Chris Harrison, the most dramatic season ever. This is going to be the best episode ever because Jared isn't here. And that just is fantastic. Uh, in all seriousness, though, Jared is going, uh, has some some family matters to deal with. So it will be just me. But Easton and Mark have their cameras on, um, which is a pretty rare thing. So I, I think that they're going to, you guys want to chime in and say hello, maybe reintroduce yourselves. I, it's been a while since, well, Easton was here last week. But Mark, it's been a while since Help I Suck at Dating has seen you here. Well, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. You know, I'm an old school member of the Help I Suck at Dating Suck Army uh, from the beginning. You know, we were just reminiscing before we started recording about back in the day and how many years you've been doing this show now. Glad to have been a part of it. Hey, question. Um, you were in the studio, I think. Are you back in the studio sometimes? I'm going in part time. Yeah, I'm going in like early in the week. Uh huh. What about like, uh, is Seacrest still doing his thing from home? No, well, he's got the TV show in New York with Kelly Ripa, and he has a radio show right there in the building. So he is in studio for the TV show and the radio show. How is it being in the office? Is it pretty, uh, like, eerie? Yeah, it's, it was weird. It took some getting used to, but then it's like riding a bike. You know, you remember all your old routines, and you kind of start getting into that, and it was kind of refreshing to be back. But very few are back. It is still a very empty place, which is good. It makes me feel safe that I'm not surrounded by dozens of people all the time. Still a pretty much a ghost town. Uh, so it's been nice. I've been enjoying it, actually. Well, why why even go into the office, though? Like, what's the point? <laughs> Honestly, we're get, it, it gets into the weeds now, but we had a, a staff change. We had a guy leave. We hired a new woman to join our staff. And it felt weird to me as the producer of the show to, hey, welcome to the team. I'll never see you in person. It just felt wrong. I felt like I need to be there to help, to guide, to to do whatever. So that's why I started going in. And for anyone that's listening, that's maybe a little bit curious. Uh, the show he's talking about is Help I Suck at Dating. That's right. We have a huge <laughs> yeah. staff. <laughs> yeah, we're we are hiring a lot of new staff, some new producers, et cetera, et cetera. 
takes it takes a village for this podcast. Um, in today's episode, we've got some real hot topics to talk. It's it's weird doing this without Jared because Jared uh, is a lot better at I, I guess maybe feigning like interest about this thing. <laughs> so, so you know like as bad as i want to talk about gg hadid and zayn malik breakup um i just i i just genuinely have zero input on it because i don't think I, you feel, should feel required to like this is no. your podcast it can be whatever you want it to be <laughs> but see but the thing about that is this write-up so again for the listeners a little bit you know peek behind the curtain here we get uh you know like a, a write-up every week with an email saying like okay we're gonna talk about this here's some good thought starters some good questions here's our guest here's some emails i don't know who writes it i i, <laughs> I assume hana writes it um and it's it's you know it's pretty well done it's pretty well thought out so i feel bad like skipping over these things because there's a lot of effort put in on the back end I mean, this podcast is centered around your shortcomings, like personally, like this is why this, <laughs> this is the impetus of this show. So, right. you know, don't feel like you have to talk about other people sucking at dating. You can just talk about something that you suck at. I, I think that they put these together in case you need it. Yes. You know, they don't want okay. you to go on the, and you have no, if you come in with eight different things to talk about, then you never have to look at the rundown. And that's True. how it is with the Seacrest show too. If he wants to go, then all my stuff can get set aside. That's fine. We're here for whatever you need. Okay. All right. Well, so you guys are here then, and I need I need a lot from you today. So <laughs> let's just uh, you know, in in true help I suck at dating fashion, let's just do like a roundtable, maybe real quick, uh, and we can all say one thing that we've sucked at in the past week. What do you wow. think about that? Oh, and it doesn't have to be relationship specific too. It could just be like a life thing. I'll go first. One thing that I sucked at in the past week. Um, Maybe maybe we'll do like one superficial one and then we'll go a little deeper on a second one. So that way we get a little warmed up with this exercise. Um, I uh, I bought a new motorcycle a couple weeks ago and I uh, redid the mirrors on it. And I didn't realize every time I turned the, the handlebars all the way to the left, it like knocked into the gas tank. And so now I, my brand new motorcycle has chipped paint all over it. And I, I'm really upset about that. Um, so that's my superficial one. Uh, so now who's next? Oh man. Um, okay. Uh, last night, uh, we recorded this on a Friday. So last night, Thursday night was the green Bay, Arizona game. And it was late in the fourth quarter and it was a very good game and it was very close. And my daughter was trying to talk to me and I was not listening. I was giving lip service. I was doing the whole, uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And I did finally say to her, honey, I'm so sorry. I'm not listening. What are you trying to say to me right now? Because I haven't heard a word you're saying. So I did try to make it right and admit that uh, that I sucked in that moment of being a father, and hopefully she won't hold that against me for too long. But in that moment, I sucked at being a father. There are definitely times where Kaylin is like trying to talk to me, and I'm watching football or something, and I'm like, "Listen, it's the fourth quarter. There's like 30 seconds left. I just can't. I can't be bothered right now. I'll talk to you whatever you need in two minutes." But that's is that is that a dick move? I don't think so. I hope I hope not. At least shouldn't she meaning. Kaylin or my daughter always be the priority. Um, the way I, I look at it is, uh, well, the way I try to like at least spin it in my own head is like the the game doesn't care if I'm watching or not. You know, like they don't care. Um, but Kaylin will have a reaction as to whether I'm paying attention or not, and that'll affect both of us positively or negatively. So I guess right. That and what's logic, the worst? If you just turn off the TV and walk away, what's the worst? You look up and see who won later. Fine, right. it doesn't affect you really at all. Right, right, exactly. So that's kind of that's why I, I'm kind of against what we're doing, which we maybe should change that at some point in our lives. But in the moment, it's just so hard, you know. 
It is really hard. Yes. You know, I've, I've been, uh, I've been going to a lot of therapy over the last few months and something that uh, she talked about was she, my therapist was like, who's the most important person in your life? And I said, my wife, Allison. And she said, that's, that's wrong. That's not the way you should look at it. It should be you. You should, Mm -hmm. it should be you, then your spouse and then your children. That's the idea. Um, and, uh, and I was like, no, no, I, that I could never th- put myself before my wife. And, and she's saying, well, no, cause if your needs aren't met, if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't be a good partner to this person that is important to you. So right. all that to say, I think you should focus on the football game, give it all of your attention. And then when it's over, you talk to your children because they're third on the totem pole. You, you care about the football game. Oh and, yeah. You know, I mean, I say it kind of as a joke, but, but also, you know, you, you get, <laughs> And like, the, the, you know, you guys are both looking at me like, huh, he has a point. That's right. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> but no, uh, it, it, you know, it did get me thinking about like, um, when do you, when do you prioritize yourself over your partner? I think that's, that's something I think about a lot, you know, um, because I, I feel like I should, every decision I make should be like, oh, how does this help Allison? How does that make me a better husband? You know, I think about that a lot, but then, uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Cause I feel selfish every time I put myself first. Do you, do you guys get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I see what you're saying. And then you try to like spin it in your head and you're like almost feel guiltier by trying to spin it. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, uh <laughs> um, I, that all, all that to say, Mark, I don't think you're being a bad uh, parent by by not listening at that particular moment. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. You know, the, the, the game's on. I mean, they get it, you know, <laughs> On the flip I mean, side, don't you think it should be uh, like they should be more aware of what like you're like you're obviously distracted, right? So don't you think that she should be like, okay, maybe I'll wait, you know, five ten minutes before I ask this <laughs> question or say this. I, I guess it, it was nothing crucial, by the way. She she wasn't, you know, on <laughs> right. starting a well, fire that, or something. And that just emboldens my point even a little bit more. Yeah, it's like, that's true. It, <laughs> it was you know? kind of small talky. It was kind of just kind of random thoughts. So yeah, maybe, but I, but still, I, I I need to be there. I need to be available. I was the only parent in the house at the time. Amy was out. Mm. Yeah, I guess I get all that stuff. Um, what were you gonna say? Uh, no, I I I just have this memory of I knew growing up that if my dad responded with "How cool," that meant he was not listening <laughs> to me at all. <laughs> like, yeah, that, yeah, there's like he just like goes into autopilot mode or whatever. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, Easton's talking about some nerd bullshit. I don't care about. I'm just going to say how cool. That's that's pretty funny. In the same vein of all that stuff, Easton, by the way, thanks for sharing that you're going to therapy, man. I appreciate, uh, appreciate that uh, vulnerability there. Yeah. You know, um, uh, it's important and, uh, I, uh, it's helped me a lot and, um, I think everyone should do it. And I think a lot of people do these days, uh, you know, and, and hey, if you're if you're afraid of going, you maybe try BetterHelp. Give BetterHelp a try. Uh, we don't have a BetterHelp sponsorship, don't we? I don't think so, but we should have one. Yeah, whatever. We, we may be the only podcast that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, no, therapy is important, and I started going to a new person uh, a few months ago, and she's been great, and um, uh, I'm I'm grateful for her. Therapy is definitely something I feel like I want to get back into as well. I haven't done it. Uh, I think last time I went to therapy was like three years ago, two years ago, something like that. Um, I remember when you were going. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. I just, uh, you know, we had a great time. That was a weird <laughs> thing to say. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know why I stopped. I think I just, uh, I got distracted and I got busy, but like, what am I busy with? I don't, you know, I just have to do this once a week. That's my only obligation. Well, can you do do it virtually? Because it seems like it would be hard for you as somebody who doesn't live so much in one city for very long to be consistently going. Yeah. Kaylin does better help actually sometimes, or yeah, she does like once a week, I think something like that. Uh, it's not a bad idea. I don't know. I I should probably look into it, especially the past. Uh, this is, this is going to be my second uh, thing that I sucked at, uh, recently. Um, this this end of October, I always get really emotional because it's the anniversary of my mom's passing, and I feel like I'm just very emotionally detached from like everything right now. So I feel like therapy could help me continue to work through those emotions. And I feel I just feel like I'm a crappy partner right now too because of it. So uh, definitely need to get back on that therapy train, I guess. Well, this is shorthand, but uh, this was a Reddit thread recently, and it was what is the best thing you learned in therapy. And so I have the top like 10 things that people said they learned in therapy that they found the most valuable. So here's some shorthand for you, some quick therapy, and maybe this will help somebody when they hear these. So here are the top 10 things. You don't always have to be okay. Trust yourself. Accept that sometimes you will mess up. Let go of judgment over things that don't matter. Ask yourself why. Start your day with a good attitude toward others. Take your own happiness seriously. Self-care isn't selfish. Speak up for yourself and fake it until you make it. Yeah, but a lot of those just kind of seem like uh, like cliche statements. Trite. <laughs> yeah. Just like everything that you see on like a inspirational poster as you walk into like your therapist office or something like that. Yeah, I agree a lot. But I do like um, let go of judgment over things that don't matter. I think we spend a lot of time concerning ourselves or arguing about things that do not matter. And I've always heard that. Ask yourself, is this going to be a problem in a year? And if it's not, then just kind of let it go. Hmm. You're, and you're talking more like disputes between um, people? Yeah, I feel like I just the whole worrying thing and the whole yeah, I disputes between people, yes. Yeah, I guess I get that. I think a lot of people tend to uh hold on to things a lot more than they should, and I'm sure I'm obviously included in that as well. I wonder why that is, you know, like like so many things that are just so irrelevant, especially in the big picture, I think people just seem to get so worked up about. And I'm not talking about anything specific. And you can look back and think, "Oh my but... god, I was so upset about whatever that was," and you realize now that was meaningless. I I'm always shocked when I'm upset about something and then like a week later, I'm trying to like remember what I was upset about and I couldn't even remember it. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, if I can't even remember what I was upset about, how could it have been important enough for me to even be upset about it? You Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's definitely something to consider too, where it's like, it's, it's probably not going to have a long-term effect. So it's like, why even worry about it? But I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's strange. I don't, I don't really personally get it but it is what it is i guess um all right well that was great guys thanks for partaking in that roundtable discussion with me about things that we need help with because Ethan never gave one but suck it i i, I oh, mean he, i don't suck you know, you're right. he did it he kind of just piggybacked off of yours easton go we need you to do it now uh i i don't uh let me think I, it's i have such a high opinion of myself it's really hard for me to talk about this <laughs> um i uh you know i i <laughs> We have this um, we have this piece of uh, of cable coming in from the street that is our internet connection, and it goes in uh, through our basement through this really janky um, like 
plank of wood that is like it, it, it's now open to the basement so critters and other debris can get in there and because of this cable getting in I've I told my wife uh, like a week ago I was going to um, reconnect uh, that cable because I am a, an engineer and I know how to do that kind of thing and I didn't do it and I don't have any intention of doing that today um, so uh, I sucked at that I broke a promise to my wife and uh, I yeah I sucked at that that's I mean that's a very valid thing to suck yeah. at I appreciate uh-huh. you um, yeah well, I don't, you just uh, go do it after the, why don't you just do it now? It's not like well, you, you got, you're doing anything important. It's going to take my internet down and uh, I, I've been putting it off because I'm afraid that if I cut it, I'm not going to be able to fix it. That's something I, <laughs> even though I know how to do it, I have the, the piece actually, it's just, it, this is all I have to install. I have the piece right here. It's a little like a uh, coax, um, uh, barrel. If, if any audio like people are coupler? listening. Yeah. It's a little coupler. I just need to cut it and then re, um, recrimp it. That's all I have to do. Uh, but take, a, would, that would take like two minutes, maybe two tops. minutes, two minutes. You know, I don't know if this happens to you guys. I have like a whole list of things that take two minutes that I like continuously put off because they take two right. minutes and then, um, then they don't get done. And it's like, it's two minutes. Just get it over with. Uh, but this thing I'm afraid of really screwing up and then we don't have internet. And that's, that's my fear. <laughs> well, you know what they say? Um, you know, a hundred chores that take two minutes would take you 200 minutes. That's right. And that's what just over three hours. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um, oh, there was something I want to talk about. Now I can't really remember what it was. Easton, you successfully derailed my thought process here. Congratulations. Um, Gigi Hadid, St. Malik. You know, it, it definitely wasn't any of those things. Okay. It was more of just like a topical lighthearted thing for us to talk about. <laughs> Um, what are you guys going to be for Halloween this year? <laughs> that was that wasn't it, by the way. I just uh, I'm just stalling for time at this point. Well, this is airing uh, Sunday night, Monday morning, so Halloween will have come and gone. Oh, I, uh, so but uh, I am not uh, going to be anything this year. I wow. don't. Uh, it's, I kind of take my kids' lead on that. Although my oldest is going as Guy Fieri, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it is hilarious. And she's so, what? She's 16 or something. 15 and a half. Nice. And uh, so I, I was proud of that costume. I think that's great. I think the other one is a uh, cowgirl. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Easton, I feel like you got something big planned, huh? <laughs> my, my, my wife and I like doing couples costumes. And um, this year we're doing uh, I am Jessica Rabbit and she is Roger Rabbit. And <laughs> nice. we, I dressed up as that for a party last weekend. And um, I, uh, I got to wear makeup for the first time uh, ever. And that was really fun. And, and it really uh, helped me understand the plight of the of the woman you know that's, that's a lot of work you got to do every day god damn <laughs> like yeah well especially yeah i mean i feel like they could probably got into a system right so do you have um your wife do it for you or do you do it she for did yourself? it for me um so like the, the craziest thing was uh i i got pretty thick eyebrows and so what you have to do is you take glue, like regular glue from like a, you know you use in school like a glue stick and you just go over your eyebrows and then that makes it so you can cover it with like foundation and block them off. And then you draw new eyebrows on top, oh, higher wow. up. Uh, Cause I've got this really big cartoony eyeshadow because Jessica Rabbit is a cartoon character. And uh, then I have to wear the wig, you know, this like long wig and I have to wear this dress and I feel beautiful when it's all done, but it's quite the ordeal. And was this not on your Instagram? Um, <laughs> Uh, it was for, for a second. Um, I, we, we did it for this party and then, uh, we couldn't get good pictures. So we're going to do it for then for Halloween. We'll take better pictures. So it will be on my Instagram by the time this airs. (laughs) So, okay. So for the listener, if you want to see Easton dressed as a sexy Jessica rabbit, 
go uh, yeah. to his Instagram page. At, at Easton Allen. Uh, at Easton Allen. Allen spelled with a, with a Y. I'm a big, big fan of the um, like reversing, uh, like swapping genders when it comes to couples costumes like that. Like, for it's instance, Kaylin and I are going to be, she's going to be Willy Wonka and I'm going to be Violet Beauregard. Um, I love it. A couple years ago, my my one of my best friends was uh, Squints and his girlfriend was Polly Peppercorn. And then the very Wendy. next night, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Wendy Peppercorn. And then the very next night, he was Wendy Peppercorn and then she was Squints. They like, they like switched um, for the weekend. I'm just a big fan of those. I don't know why. I just think they're so much more fun. They are, they are, because that's the best part about Halloween is you get to become someone that you're uh, that you're not or someone you'd like to be, you know. And uh, yeah, and you want to be Je- sexy Jessica Rabbit. I want to be sexy. I want to be an object so badly. That's all I want. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> well, um, I can't wait to see the photos, Mark. I guess we won't get to see any photos for you, uh, Hannah. You've been silent this whole episode so far. Do you mind just sharing what you're going to be for Halloween this year? I'm actually not celebrating Halloween mm. this year. That's I'm not surprising. I know I'm being really boring, but what's, I'm what's at the home. reason? I'm at home visiting my parents, and we're just going to go wine tasting in Napa. Well, that'd be I, fun. I'm not a fan of Halloween. I think I had a bad experience when I was in elementary school, so I don't love it. Traumatized. Yeah, I was a milk carton and got severely bullied. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. I think Whoa. I think what you need to do as an adult now is be a milk carton and just like own take ownership over that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was the coolest thing. I built it with my dad. I had the milk mustache oh. and no one liked it. That's unfortunate. I'm sorry that you had to go through that. But okay. that's kind of the beauty about being an adult, right? You can make your own decisions and you don't have to celebrate Halloween if you don't want to. Honestly, going out and drinking wine will probably be more fun anyways. Um, all right. Well, you guys, I, I you know. I don't know if this is allowed, but I would love for you to stick with me through our uh, our guest interview, which we have coming up. We have the lovely, uh, oh, two people actually, Cuppy and Shiva are going to be joining us from Tampa Bay's, which premieres November 5th on Prime Video. We'll get to that later. Um, but stick through this quick break. We're going to bring them in and chat with them. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another. And every time after that, it's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much And I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. 
there's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. And as promised, I got Cuppy and Shiva from Tampa Bays, which is premiering November 5th on Prime Video. How are you guys? Hey, um, hungover, but good. Well, hungover? <laughs> you know, I, I can't lie. I actually am uh, very hungover as well. <laughs> it's weird how just being hungover just in itself just makes you feel like just like a shell of a person, you know? Oh, no, but really, I really, that's just my life nowadays i feel like <laughs> just like one uh, <laughs> perpetual hangover you guys can you tell yes. me a little bit more about uh tampa bays so basically it's just about a group of our friends uh we're all lesbians uh it's just kind of portraying our lives our journeys our stories um in tampa yeah we're always you know trying to have a good time there's of course some drama <laughs> a little so drama a little bit of drama. So can you guys tell me, like, how how did the show even, like, not, like, like, how did you guys come into the show, you know? Did someone approach you about it and they're like, hey, we have this idea? Um, two of our friends actually reached out to a few producers out in L.A. and mm-hmm. kept getting no's, no's, no's. And then finally someone was like, um, this sounds awesome. <laughs> and that kind of started everything for us. Like, that was back in, like, 2019. Yeah. Okay. It's been so, a long time so all in the making, of the, kind all of. of the bays uh knew each other before filming is that right yeah it's like our like kind of like our party friend group (laughs) that's um i gotta say it's pretty cool how uh you guys just are like our lives are cool enough that we should have a film crew come and film it and they were like yeah we agree we'll be right out 
I feel like that's like a thing people say like, oh my God, like we need to have somebody follow us around and like that should actually happen for us. <laughs> <laughs> can you uh, can you tell me what we would expect from watching the show? Um, chaos. Um, okay. No, there's like a lot of... <laughs> There's like a lot of like group events where we're out like drinking together. And then I feel like once alcohol starts flowing, real shit starts coming out. And you also like see us with our families and shit like that too. So it's kind of like a good mixture of everything. I feel like people think it's going to be this huge like party show, which like there's a lot of that, but there's a lot of real <laughs> stuff like relatable shit too. Okay. Absolutely. There's a lot of self-discovery. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. Throughout the show. So how did your uh, like family and friends react to the show? <laughs> um well like mine were like shook and like i still don't think that they think it's real like my mom's definitely on the show she's on the trailer and she saw it and she was like shocked she was like shiva i cannot believe this is happening and i was like mom like you literally agreed like you signed papers like you let camera crew into your home like you knew this was gonna happen right she just like she's just like shocked that like you know my life kind of a little bit of her life is going to be portrayed on television and um, especially like as a gay woman, you know, because my family is from Iran and over there it's kind of, you know, not accepted, you know, so it's just it's a lot for them on that on that end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can only imagine. What about you, Cuppy? I feel old. my family was like super excited about it. I think the the funniest part about all of it is like a lot of my friends, like people I know at like work are like, oh, like you're gonna have to let me know when it comes out. Like, bitch, there's billboards. Like you're gonna know when it comes out. It's not like some like little show that like we like filmed on YouTube. Like, well, but it, it's gonna be on uh, Amazon Prime Video, right? Like that's definitely one of the bigger streaming platforms, obviously. Right. I think that people are just like underestimating it. And I think that's like kind of funny for me. Cause like, I feel, I mean, obviously I'm on it. So I think it's like huge, but I feel like people have been like downplaying it. So I'm excited for everybody to see it. Have you guys seen any of the episodes yet? Cause it hasn't premiered yet. None. We lost that privilege. <laughs> what do you mean did you we even that? have that privilege? Did we even have that privilege? <laughs> do I don't think we ever no. did. Um, we don't get to see anything beforehand. So no, we have no idea how we're about to be portrayed. Honestly. I was going to say, how does that make you guys feel? Does it stress you out at all? Yeah. I'm not so, me. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't. I was just being myself. So like, if no, like, I was were gonna shit on me, whatever. <laughs> I was being myself too, but like, so I'm like really into fitness, but I had like put on weight before the show, so I'm like super worried about the weight I look. That's oh, and that's, that's really, okay. That's, that's really it. That's really that's really it. I mean, I, not, I have like no filter in general, so I'm not like worried about what I said, but like. There was times where I was like having conversations. And I was like, "Oh, shit, I have a mic on still." Mm, yeah, <laughs> and they're and those are the juiciest ones too. That they're definitely gonna. Uh, air. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> my oh, yeah. my, oh, my God, biggest thing know. with that stuff was like, especially when we're party when you're partying. I'm always just afraid of like me being really like blackout drunk or something, and then I'm like stressed out because I'm like, "What did I say that I don't remember saying or like doing?" You know. And if you guys are gonna be partying black- a lot, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of that. I blacked out twice on camera, so that's good. <laughs> and are oh you not, you're not stressed at all about watching that back at all or two it is what it is what can you do i literally can't do anything about it like can't do anything <laughs> like about yeah, it. there's nothing you can do at this point you're just kind of like ah well so, same as i am <laughs> so on the show throughout the entire season we're gonna see you guys uh like go on dates and stuff like that too is is the is there gonna be like a dating focus at all i might have a little little fling going a little bit i don't know i don't want to like spoil anything but 
like don't I try. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't. I I think I didn't. I it wasn't really a date. You kind of see like a course of a little relationship, you know, Same. unfold for me, and then maybe fold again. Um, <laughs> fold and unfold. You might and see um copy trying to like put some moves on me. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I was gonna. I was just kidding, Cuppy. I know she wants to like knock me out. (laughs) Is there any dating among the friend group at all? Like between uh, any of the friends? Um, there's three couples on the show. Oh, there are. That were like already couples. So there's Um, that's a lot of that's a lot of people because then there's you two, then those six, and then (laughs) and then let's not forget Cuppy's um also dated one of one of the bays too, but they're just like friends. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So one of my exes is on the show and I'm like best friends with her girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Is it, uh, that's is how, it that's how lesbians work. <laughs> no, it's like, it's like not even a thing. Everyone's like, it's a weird, it's like not even like a thing at all. I think it'll be good. It'll be good that's to, like a- uh, because you don't really see many uh, like dating shows, especially that just focus on like lesbian couples, right? Or like LGBTQ couples. So it'll be good to kind of get uh, more perspective on it. Right. Like, are you guys excited to share that part with the rest of the world at all? Um, yes. And then, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> I mean, no, the on. lesbian You're... dating scene is just like something else. So like how Cuppy was just explaining that, you know, her ex is on the show and then she's uh-huh. like best friends with the ex's girlfriend. That's like, like normal. That is so normal. Like lesbians just like, uh, like, you know, your ex-girlfriend becomes your best friend. And then like your best friend is like hooking up with your ex and it's, it's just fine. Like it's, it's just how small the community is. And like, especially in Tampa, like everyone knows everyone. Like I want to say like everyone's pretty much dated everyone or hooked up with everyone too. Like it, I mean, people who are not used to like seeing that or like, you know, don't know about the LGBTQ like community and the relationships in in that, like they're going to be a little surprised for sure. Like it's something different. I don't think like straight people necessarily deal with those i mean they do but like not as often right deal with those kinds of things well i mean relationships are hard enough uh as it is and then I, yeah i feel like there's yeah. a lot of other pressures and uh <laughs> scrutiny that you're faced with just for uh for for being a lesbian i'm sure I, I can't even imagine but um i guess on the same on the same topic what kind of advice would you have for uh maybe like other uh lesbian or gay people out there that are you know just trying to like figure it all out Do you guys have any advice Do you guys deal with that on the show as well or like what kind of uh tips and uh advice do you have for them um my biggest thing is don't try to like just because you see like one of these like cool tiktokers doing like a thing or like a look like doesn't mean you have to, like you don't have to look like everybody else i feel like a lot of lesbians try to sway to look a certain way to like get a girlfriend or to like be accepted or like i'm seeing like these girls chop their hair off because they're like oh like the the more masculine lesbians are getting more attention. So I'm going to do this. Like just hmm. do you and you'll be fine. It just, it sucks to see people like having to like fit a mold. And I think that was part of our coming into the show. My biggest thing is like, we like, we don't really fit a mold for like the way we all look for like a lesbian thing. Like, if you watch like a lesbian, like movie or show, it's it's usually not like a femme looking lesbian that you see. It's usually like a more masculine lesbian that you see unless they're watching porn. And <laughs> it's like, you can like literally look however you want to look and like be, yourself and be gay and be fine and it's cool and i feel like a lot of people don't feel like that's acceptable so that's like my biggest thing yeah i think that's great advice what about you shiva and uh also to add on that like um i feel like when people watch tampa bays they're kind of kind of gonna see like 
you know, of course there's like drama between all of us and like, you know, we were closer maybe when the show started than after it ended <laughs> and things like that. But like Tampa and like the scene, the gay scene here, like it's really accepting. And I think that like anyone who's like trying to like, you know, figure out themselves and being in the gay scene, they really need to like put themselves if they can in an environment where there are other gay people and they're accepting of it. Like, I mean, like Tampa is just such a like good community to like, be yourself, be diverse. Like it's totally accepted. And like, I hope people see that too, as the show airs, but um, yeah, I would just say for people out there, like trying to, you know, navigate through the gay scene, like surround yourself with people who are accepting and that obviously are also good people, but yeah, I think that's like, this is the biggest thing I would say. Yeah. I think that's great advice. Uh, I think that's definitely a good place to start, especially if they're confused or scared or anything like that. Um, are you guys going to be watching the show back when it premieres? Or is it going to be one of those things where you just like decide you don't want to see yourself on TV? Um, I am definitely watching that. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm definitely binge watching that. Like, I don't even watch reality TV. I'm going to watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> are you uh, going to have like a watch party or anything? Uh, there is there is kind of one. Like some of the bays want to throw one. Um like host one, whatever. I don't know. And I might do it, but like, I might not, I don't know. I think I kind of want to watch it like on my own in the privacy of my own home, like no one around me. So if like something embarrassing happens, I can just be like, it's, it's fine. Maybe no one's seen it yet. Right. <laughs> yeah, be, literally be embarrassed alone. You're like talking crap about someone happen. in an interview and they're like in the same room with you watching and you're like, Oh, this is really oh, awkward. Oh my now. God. I even think about that. Oh, that's yeah, going to be the worst. The that's that's going to be the worst part for <laughs> sure. <laughs> We learned the term. I know, Dean, you probably let the Franken bite thing where oh, they yeah. like use like I'm terrified of that. Yeah. I've I've been li- a- I literally have no no filter as so I'm so terrified of that. I've been a victim of the Franken bite many times. I think it's unavoidable. I think reality TV is just one of those things where you have to accept the Franken biting and, and it's actually kind hey, of a guys, good... can I get a definition? Because I actually don't know what that is. <laughs> it's where it's where they use like different audio clips of you saying like let's like four different things, but they clip it together to make you sound like you're saying something. Oh my specific. god. Yeah, they're totally gonna ruin my life with that for sure. <laughs> Like this, I would say, even when the mics were still on and the cameras were off, like I'm terrified. I'd be like, oh, the cameras are off, and I'd be like, oh, this bitch, and I'd like pop off, and then I'd be like, oh, the mic's on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you might get in some trouble with that. But the nice thing is, if you do say something mean or bad, you can always just blame it on the Franken Franken biting, and you'd be like, oh, absolutely, I'm gonna blame the whole show on that. (laughs) My mouth, my mouth is gonna like line up to what I'm saying, and I'm still gonna blame it on being Franken. You're gonna be like, well, they edited the CGI or something. I don't know exactly. Um, well, you guys, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit more about Tampa Bay's. For the listeners out there, it's on uh, Prime Video, premiering on November 5th. Um, what about you guys' like Instagram handles? Maybe so our, uh, the followers can go and, and check you out on there, too. Um, I'm at Cuppy, C-U-P-P-I-E underscore. Nice. That's my TikTok, too. Um, all my socials are just my first and last name. So Shiva Fishdad, S-H-I-V-A-P-I-S-H-D-A-D all my socials so nice well so for the listeners out there if you want to get more of shiva and cuppy go to their instagram or watch them on tampa bay's premiering on prime video november 5th um thanks for joining us guys yeah thanks for having us yeah see ya true love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that it's taking long walks together in the summer 
gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. And it's time for my favorite segment, as always, is emails. Uh, we only have one email today, so let's go ahead and change that for next week. Please email us at isuckatdating at iheartmedia.com. Um, send us some juicy dating stories, some questions, whatever you got, isuckatdating at iheartmedia.com. 
Mark, we got you. We got to use you, man. Do you mind reading this email from Jesse for us? All right, Dean. Thank you very much. This is from Jesse. She says, long story short, I drink in excess a little more than I should, especially in a social situation to ease my anxiety. My husband, before our wedding, told my bridesmaids to try to keep my drinking to a minimum the day of our wedding, but me being me, I kept drinking champagne to try to feel less stressed about walking down the aisle. I didn't want to get drunk like I did. But I will admit, there were some times I don't remember a lot of things the next day after my wedding. Overall, I think I was just a drunk bride trying to enjoy her day the best way I knew how. Liquid courage, a lot of dancing. But now my husband and my family, they were not happy with my choices. My mom told me I embarrassed myself and the family and didn't talk to me for nearly a month after. Since then, it's been hard for me to remember this day as amazing, even though I had a great time and those who attended said it was great. I guess I just need some reassurance or advice on how I can remember this special day without the negativity coming into play. Or am I completely in the wrong and I owe everyone a sincere apology? Well, um, I'm going to I'm mostly going to take a back seat on this one because I've never had a wedding and you guys have. So you can speak from experience. But I do want to just point out one thing. Uh, it sounds like, Jesse, you had a great time and your friends had a great time. And I think that's the most important thing. So, uh, well, Dean, have you gotten drunk to the point of excess and possibly embarrassing yourself? Uh, every time I drink alcohol, yes, of course. But uh, <laughs> I, I I understand the gravity of a of a thing like a wedding, right? So I mean, what was your guys' experience with there? Like, what kind of uh, what's your take? I guess. Well, I mean, look, I've never been drunk to that point. I've never been drunk, period. But I did have a wedding, so I, here's here's my take on it. This is the world we live in: is sugarcoating everything that happens to us. That's Instagram. That's all I have hundreds of family videos on the computer downstairs. Watching those, you would think we are the most perfect family with the happiest children that have ever existed in the history of the world. They have perfect lives and they've never been sad and are upset about anything. That's what we do. So when you have the wedding, I'm sure you have video from the wedding and photos from the wedding. When you put those all together, it's going to look like the greatest day of your life. And that can be the reality of it. Your mom is going to be a little bit more sensitive because she's your mom, your husband a little bit too. But if your friend said they had a great time, I would just focus on that and watching that video and everything was hunky-dory that day. Is that denial? Maybe. But that's up to you to determine how much denial that is. And if it's too much, you might want to get some help with your drinking or with the psychology behind needing to drink in social situations. So it's twofold. Maybe look into that, but also... It was what it was. You can't change anything about it now. Do your best to make it look as great as possible, and that will become your memory of it. Yeah, and, you know, I was thinking, like, it sounds like the mom is the only one that really, like, came to her and said, you you got way too blasted at your wedding. But, like, if, if it was a real problem, like, she would have had a bunch of other... It would have been a parent. Like, so many friends would have been like, hey, is everything okay? <laughs> you know, like, stuff like that. But, like, it sounds like everything was fine. So, you know, I had a great wedding. I, everything went perfectly. And, uh, and my parents had stuff to say afterwards, you know, things that they would have changed or done differently. Um, but, you know what? It's not their wedding. It was my wedding and I had a great time. So that's the way I look at it. I really think that's the root of it all too. It's your mm -hmm. wedding. And if you had a good time, that's all that matters, right? It's like, you're, it's not your mom's wedding. It's not your, uh, your family member's wedding. It's your wedding. So like if you exactly. had fun, that's the most important thing. And to Mark's point too, it's like, yeah, you might not remember everything, but you probably had a wedding photographer and you're probably going to be able to look back at these photos and like relive the moments through the photos. And I'm sure you're going to be smiling and laughing and having a blast and all those. So um, just, 
keep those good memories. Uh, but I do agree. Like if you're drinking in excess a lot and it starts to become a problem, maybe you start to consider seeing some help for that. Uh, definitely not the worst thing in the world. I uh, have some family members that have struggled with alcohol abuse as well. And, uh, you know, it's never a fun thing. But uh, as long as it's like social and fun and you're happy with it and you don't see an issue, that's all that matters. Um, I will say, too, it's kind of funny how it comes full circle to what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast, Mark, where it's like, it, like it, it kind of matters. Like a wedding's a big day. There's no question about it. But like in the grand scheme, it doesn't re- like no one died. No one's hurt. So it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really matter, right? Like no, I'd love to hear some stories of what actually happened. But yeah. look, as long as she had a great time, that's all that matters. Because really, it's the bride's day. Yes. And yes, your groom should have a good time as well. I get that, and I don't mean to be sexist or whatever. But really, it's about the bride. That's the day she has dreamed of since she was a little girl. If you had a good time, that's great. Just move on. It's okay. Plus. If you really want a second wedding, just get divorced and go marry someone else and do it the second time. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, why not? You know, that's that's uh, that's the the tradition that we've built for ourselves here in America. All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck it, uh, at, at Marriage. Wait, what's the name of this podcast? Um, I am joking about that. Don't get divorced, please. Don't get divorced. Uh, divorce is horrible. It it's not good. I don't recommend it. Um, thank you guys for uh, co-hosting this episode with me. I appreciate it. We. Uh, you know, we definitely couldn't have done it without you. It brings me back to the good old days when times were a little tougher. Uh, I was out here doing this by myself, st- uh, stuck on an island. Really, really painful stuff. But you guys always make it a little bit better. Um, Hannah, thanks for writing the rundown for us, as always. Big thank you to uh, Shiva and Cuppy for joining us. Be sure to watch Tampa Bay's on Prime Video November 5th. Uh, thanks to Jesse for having a fun drunk wedding and telling us about it. Uh, keep emailing us. I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Um, Let's do it live this time. I'll do the outro live. Wow. It'll be a, a new thing. It's be exciting. That That is exciting. I hope we answer Jesse's questions uh, sufficiently because I want her to know that it's okay. And I was just rereading again. I felt really bad. Um, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Near, 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 near. That was magic. That's like watching Michael Jordan shoot a three-pointer yes. or Tiger Woods hit a golf ball. That was just unbelievable. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Love at First Sight still exists. It's available at your local shelter. This June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more and see full terms and conditions. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. 
The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports so you can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.